forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Chad Jennings stuff. The books have meant so much. The cruises have meant so much. The Absolute Abundance cruises. I've gotten so much out of all of the stuff. I'm not never going to tell anybody what to do in terms of self-help, personal growth, stuff like this. I can say that his stuff has done a lot for me over the years, and it's not something I actively promote on the show because it's everybody's business. What works for them works for me. I figured I'd take a shot in the dark and see if I could ever get Chad on the show, reached out, and one of his reps actually said yes. He doesn't do a lot of this stuff, so it's uh, I'm a little thrown a little on edge. Uh, so you got to maybe cut me a little bit of slack on this one. Uh, so I guess I can welcome to the show uh, the master of manifestation, Chad Jennings. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little flustered. I had a technical problem right as I'm wrapping up this huge introduction of you. And then the 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 tech stuff went south on me. And I'm just, uh, it's, it's a little embarrassing in front of one of my heroes, to be honest. No, Tom, here's how you got to look at this. You had an obstacle. You looked it in the eye. You said, I'm not going to let this obstacle beat me. I'm going to reboot. I'm going to do what it takes to overcome it. And you did. That's what it's all about. The rest of it is just erased. I don't even remember it. So cool. you know, you, thank you, Mr. Jenks. I, that helps me. That is a, you just changed my perspective. That is what I did. I got, I kind of indulged some of the negative stuff powered through to, to get to the positive side though. You did. It, it, it was, it was, I couldn't have asked for a better introduction for what I do. And like you said, I don't do a ton of these podcast interviews. Uh, once I saw your blue check mark, I figured this guy must be a good guy. So I had one of my PR people schedule a chat, and it's already a blast. It's, it's going to be even more of a blast. Oh, again, there's that. There's the spirit that makes me a fan of you. It's right really there. a privilege. Oh, please. Look, Tom. I'm I'm looking at your wiki page r- right now, and I, I I see you've already achieved quite a bit of success for yourself in your life, from your your radio show at WMUF to your work on Monks and other network programs, and your your radio skits and TV appearances with your buddy John Winstead. It's it's quite a resume. You should be very proud. Well, I mean, it's it's it, it, um, thank you. John Worcester, it's uh, WFMU, and the show was just uh, Monk. It was just the name of the show, but I appreciate you recognizing the achievements, and that's very flattering. And you are a huge part of all that. The surefire steps to success 
in order to achieve the things that I am setting out to achieve, huge part of me attaining those goals. And I mean, some of the steps are the obvious ones, big time, king time, thinking, flagrant positivity, prowling, the platinum dream board is enormous victory seed planting helped so much negativity nuking just clears my thinking and then raiding my prosperity pantry for the most part they all work for me like yeah absolutely that 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 is what i love to hear and you know i I see myself as a role model slash life rescuer so what you just said makes me feel like i'm really fulfilling my destiny here on this planet but you know i I feel like I do need to take you to task on, on two fronts. Um, What's that? Look, you, you might not have the most powerful voice out there, but it, it's time to put away the voice modulator and, and claim your own power, Tom. Uh, I'm, I'm, I swear I am not using a voice modulator. Right. Well, that's something we're going to have to work on. You know, I think you're, I, I don't think you're being fully truthful. Uh, but, but, you know, that's, that's one little thing. You've shown me that you're willing to put in the work. Um, you know, number two, uh, you know, I, I, I saw the title of your upcoming memoir that you've got coming out. Uh, I'll tell you, Tom, My Life is Trash is not a title becoming of a mega manifester. Um, well, the the book is not called "My Life Is Trash." It's it's called "It Never Ends." Um, yeah. Oh, I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry about that. My assistant Dawn really dropped the ball on that. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. No, no, don't worry. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. What is the number one rule of my manifestation method of madness? I, I'm sure you know what it is. The number one rule is bye-bye to negative self-talk. That's right. Because why, Tom? Because when I put myself down, I also put me too. I'm so, 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 I'm so, again, I'm a little freaked out. When I put myself down, I also put down me too as well. Let's say it together. One, when I, two, two three. three. When I put, when I put myself, myself when I down. Put, okay, one, no, two, one. On on three or four? How, how, about, how about if you count it all? No, you okay. count. Uh, we'll alternate numbers. Okay. One. Let me start. Okay. One. Two. Three. When, when I, I put, put myself, myself down, I also, I also put, put down, down me, me too. too. As, as well. well, that didn't go as, as I hoped it would, but uh, but that's that's basically the gist. And Tom, you have to break out of that negative self-talk. It's so crucial, you know. You're mm-hmm. not this one little idea you have of yourself. You're so much more than that. And and I'm here to bring that out, you know. Uh, you know, but you you got to be careful because we all have the potential of painting ourselves into a massive corner just like jack mcbrayer and bad religion two of my former clients i hate to name them but it's true 
those are two of your four, those are two two that have painted themselves into yes yeah yeah with jack you know jack jack wouldn't listen to me he he wouldn't stop taking those lovable rube rolls you know and and mm-hmm. with, with bad with bad religion I, I kept telling them that they needed to take a page from their own playbook and make another record that sounds like their second album, Into the Unknown, which, of course, sounds like an even less rocking Todd Rundgren and Utopia. But they didn't listen to me. <laughs> you know, but, like, I, yeah. I, can't for, I can't force anyone to make the right decision. I can only suggest things and lead by example, you know. And, uh, you see, I, I've overcome so many obstacles in my life from the the foster homes to my dyslexia to a ton of naysayers telling me I'd, I'd never get anywhere. It, it's quite remarkable how, how far I, I've come from those, those very humble beginnings. And, uh, Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel and Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. You know, um, I I feel comfortable saying this to you. Uh, I haven't shared this with anyone it's not in my memoir for legal reasons but you're a fellow blue checker so uh, here goes you know for um for a few hours i was a murder suspect back when i was playing college ball at newbridge state really yeah it's pretty heavy um basically in a nutshell I was out with some teammates at Los Amigos the night before a championship game. We were, uh, you know, we weren't partying, but we were just kind of, you know, try, trying to relax. Uh, we had this big game with we, uh, West to East Bridge College, and uh, some of their players were at Los Amigos, and there was a scuffle with those players. And uh, as team captain, I didn't want things to escalate, so I corralled my guys, and I insisted we leave right then and there. And uh, I made sure we all got back to our dorms, and we got in our rooms, we got in bed, and we were able to rest up for the next day's game. But, um, you know, it turns out the starting pitcher for West Eastbridge got pretty drunk after we left, and he, um, he wandered out into the streets, and he got hit by a passing car. It, it was terrible. Oh, my God. Um, it was awful, and even though he was the main instigator of of that skirmish at, at Los Amigos, it was devastating for all of us, you know, for anyone involved in that game. And uh, we did end up playing the next night in, in honor of of that pitcher, and um, we did end up winning by quite a bit, twelve to four. But um, yeah, I was brought in and interviewed by the police the next morning, and thank goodness our freshman equipment manager, who was also my roommate, little Timmy Miller, he explained to the police that I was in our room while that hit and run happened. And, um, 
you know, had he not done that, it, it would have been a whole nother story for me. Who I, I, I might not even, even be here, you know? So, uh, basically I, I bring that up to show you that even under a circumstance like that, I was able to overcome it and concentrate on achieving my goals in life, whether it was getting to the little league world series, thriving in the majors and winning that Cy Young award, building a very lucrative real estate empire and becoming a best-selling author and life coach, winning those two seasons of celebrity boardroom. You know, it's, um, it's all because I believed in myself and utilized my 10 surefire success steps and also my 32 successory mantras like I'm deserving of abundance, I focus on my desired outcome only, and most important, I never take anything personally. And Tom, that last one is so important because even when things don't work out for me, I never take it personally. Sure, sure. No, I, I, I understand the value of that, but I, I do just need to say, uh, with all due respect, things never seem to not work out for you, Chad. I mean, it's like most of us, they practice your teachings, everybody who's on board with, with your methods. You know, we, we have moderate successes. We have solid successes. But you literally never seem to fail at anything. Oh, well, um, have you tried to step where you tell the person standing in your way that if they don't let you have what you want, they, uh, quote, might have a hard time breathing in the near future? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be, um, yeah, that'd be a little outside of the uh, the, the, the playbook, uh, I guess. But, you know. What, seriously though, when you get down to like the way you approach, I wasn't joking, Tom. Sorry, I wasn't joking, Tom. About what? The uh, having trouble breathing thing. You weren't joking about that. Yeah. Um, listen, between you and me, blue check mark to blue check mark. Sometimes certain situations call for what I call post-gentle persuasion. Oh, I, I don't, I don't like the sound of, of that. I mean, that's, so what, what are you telling me that when, when you can't achieve a goal using, using like the methods that you, you teach and celebrate and charge money for people to learn that you just, what, resort to, to threats of violence? What? No! No, I use post-gentle persuasion. See, like, if, if the passive, positive, gentle route doesn't work, it, it, it's time for some PGP. Well, I got to say, Chad, that sounds like just violence to me. Well... Listen, as the old saying goes, it's a flagrantly thin line between suggesting someone might soon have trouble breathing and ensuring they will soon have trouble breathing. You know, uh, that, that's I, I that's that is appalling, honestly, to to they, they, they you're ensuring that they'll have trouble breathing. And I one thing people might not know for for people who don't know uh, as much about you as I do you're six foot seven is that about, about what you are like 
That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you like six seven two eighty? Uh, three hundred. Three hundred. Okay. And you you look kind of like Dolph Lundgren, like when he was in Rocky Four. If he was somehow like more intimidating, more chiseled, more just solid. Right. Yeah. I I, I hear that a lot. But look, I can't help my DNA. I I went on that. Uh, what's it called? Ancestry.com. And I found out my birth parents were both Nordic high end swimsuit models and also professional alligator wrestlers. So, which, which is odd, uh, but that was a real niche vocation in the late sixties, apparently. So it it wasn't, you know, it it wasn't unheard of, but it it was, it was a rare, rare thing. But, you know, also in, in, also in my defense, I do take all the other manifestation steps first before resorting to the PGP. So don't paint me with a, a, a broad brush there, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But so, so if that's, if that's the case, then like what percentage of your achievements are still, you would you still uh, consider to be the result of, of this PGP post gentle persuasion? I don't know. 96%. What's that? 96%. 96% is the result of what you, you basically saying what now to people that they might have trouble breathing? Yeah, something like that. Sometimes it's different. How would it be different? Well, like, uh, all right, let's take the, uh, the little league success. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, well, at that time, I had a growth spurt uh, that was a little more than the other kids. I was 5'8", 170 pounds. And, uh, you know, so, I don't know. Basically, I physically intimidated the other players and coaches into letting us win. Is that a crime? Well, I mean, it's not a crime, but it's certainly not. You did not achieve. So you, you literally intimidated them into letting you win the baseball game. Well, hey, I'll be honest. I I, I put that hat on backwards and and uh, you know just start like huffing around in a huff and puff sort of way. That's 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 scary. It was scary for the coaches. Believe me. Well, what about like the when you got when you won the Cy Young Award in nineteen ninety nine? Uh, well, in that case, I paid midnight visits to all the sports writers who voted for the Cy Young Award. And I threatened them with exsanguination. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. And that's that's and then you you won the Cy Young Award. I did. It was probably the greatest achievement of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not proud of for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How about all the success you've had with real estate? Uh in 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 those cases I hung reluctant buyers by their ankles over an alligator filled moat. And there's those alligators again. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? Mm-hmm. So that's you when you are always discussing your you're 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 conquering the world of real estate and all of your your windfalls that's what that is well yeah i mean no, no. what a what about like all the the best sellers you've had so many books on the new york times bestseller list 
Right. Uh, in that case, um, I blackmailed hundreds of thousands of people into buying my books each time a new one comes out. Oh, my God. It, it's so hard to keep track of all this. The, the spreadsheet of what I have on all these people, it, it, it's, it's very immense and it's very disturbing, Tom. Blackmailing hundreds of thousands of people. Yes. Yeah. The and then what about the reality stuff on Celebrity Boardroom? You won two seasons of I did, that, yeah, four and seven, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, look, look, I know it's poor, it's poor form to repeat a method of operation, but I I, I did the exsanguination thread to the show's producers. Um, you'd be surprised how effective it is after you explain to them what exsanguination actually entails. Mm -hmm. So when you had to do the competitions on the show, like selling hot dogs while being blindfolded from a street cart in the middle of Times Square, you were, you, you the results, you did, that didn't seem to matter with the results because the producers were scared of you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you rewatch that footage, you, you will never really see me do much. Like, there's probably like three seconds of me actually holding a hot dog and trying to sell one to, to someone. Truthfully, I was I was I was in a in a um, in a strip club for almost the entire shoot. <laughs> okay, but you you got your oh my god! Now I just don't even know what to say. It's just it's just dawning on me when you say that about the back in college the story you were telling about the hit and run uh the accusation that was a, like a murder accusation oh don't please don't remind me yeah i mean i gotta ask it's like you said the star pitcher for the other team died he, he did yes yeah, yeah. yeah and then but the only witness who could take the heat off of you was your roommate who you, what was his name? What did you say? Timmy? Is that what his name was? Little Timmy. Yeah. Little, little Timmy. Timmy. Okay. I mean, is this, this is starting to sound like one of those prime opportunities for, for, uh, for some, some PGP, uh, regard in relation to little Timmy. Is that, is that what happened? Well, Chad, you got to tell me, were you, were you involved in the, this horrible uh, crime? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Look, I got to go. They're, they're about to start pouring the concrete from my Olympic-sized wave pool. It, it, it was a good conversation. You know, I, I, I appreciate you talking to me. Wait, what? Hey. Hey, you didn't call the cops on me, did you? Yeah, well, I did. I actually did. I texted the Technically, I didn't call him. I texted him. Um, th this does need to be investigated. It's a crime. And who knows what other things you've done. Uh, it's just like, and you, you're doing all these things through just ugly violence and intimidation. I thought it was through positive, uh, positive achievement and stuff. And you're just a, you're just a, 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 a bully. I can't believe you called the cops on me. That's a, that's a flagrant violation of the blue checkmark code. I can't believe this. 
the blue you I'm, keep saying this blue check mark thing what you're really hung up on that well let's be honest us blue check marks we're in like a higher echelon are we absolutely well i'm higher than you by by far hey you know what i'm, I'm thinking about this right now you know what this could be a fucking positive. Maybe I can also violate the blue check code and, and tell the police about the horrific crimes. This rock and roller I know, Kurt Vile, he confessed to. Oh, my God. One night he came to one of our Philly manifestation seminars. This cat is sick. The things he's done, no one knows about him but me. So, oh, yes. So. Look, I got to go, you turncoat. I'm about to manifest the plea deal of all plea deals. Namaste. Chad? Well, I guess that was my interview with Chad Jennings. Boy. It didn't go how I thought it was going to go. I don't know. I mean, if anybody out there needs a copy a flagrant success code or get what you deserve and crush it. Just let me know. The best show is produced in partnership with the forever dog podcast network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, and Michael Lisk. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason, website and technical support provided by Martine Sellis, and the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support the best show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram over at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.